Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Chris Cast. My sincerest thanks for tuning back in. We'll start off this week with some sad news. Of course, as you know, actress Valerie Harper passed away this past Friday. Legendary actress was on the Mary Tyler Moore show as Rhoda Morgenstern, spun off into her own series, Rhoda. Looking over her credits on imdb.com, I found two very surprising things. She was a, she did voice work for seven episodes of The Simpsons, as well as two episodes of American Dad. Did not know she was doing voice work, but the most recent was in 2019, she did... The voice on I Am the Jeans, the Gina Lavetti story of American Dad. There's also two interesting articles on I am on not IMDB but on MeTV.com. It's eleven fascinating facts about Rhoda star Valerie Harper, and nine things you never knew about Rhoda. I'll go over a couple of the. One's on the nine things you never knew about Rhoda. The first one, the wedding episode, set ratings records. But the one that really struck me. Valerie Harper went from making $700 a week to $25,000 a week playing Rhoda. It wasn't that she was making $700 a week and then got on the Mary Tyler Moore show as Rhoda. She was making $700 a week as Rhoda on the Mary Tyler Moore Show and got an increase to $25,000 a week for her own series, Rhoda. This was the 1970s. $24,300 pay increase today is huge. Just imagine what that meant in the 70s. Of course... Valerie Harper would also go on to do another sitcom in the 80s, then called Valerie, and due to a contract dispute with NBC over her pay, she would only be on two seasons, but the show would go on with Sandy Duncan replacing her after her character had died, and would become Valerie's family and later would just become the Hogan family. Another bit of sad news this week, Gordon Bresick, the writer and producer, also passed away. He wrote for many different shows. If you go over the his filmography on imdb.com, The Electric Company of 2009, but the ones that most interested me, he wrote 11 episodes of Pinky, um, I'm sorry, 11 episodes of Animaniacs. He wrote 16 episodes of Pinky and the Brain, and he wrote 5 episodes of Pinky Elmira and the Brain. Going further back in his career, you see 3 episodes of it, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, 2 episodes of Darkwing Duck, Two episodes of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, one episode of the New Kids on the Block animated series, one episode of the Real Ghostbusters. He wrote five episodes of the Smurfs, did story on five, and teleplay on two. He wrote for the Bionic Six, 
he wrote for the Snorks, and possibly the most significant episode that he wrote was called Scubra Cadubra. It was an episode of the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Not only did I love that show because it was Scooby-Doo, but it was also a show that featured Vincent Price. Well, to get off the sad news, Dubai announced a new flavor of Oreo that will be coming out. And that new flavor will be... Tang Oreos. I would definitely like to try the Tang Oreos. They will be the chocolate cookie with the orange Tang cream. Like I said, they are available in Dubai. There are certain areas you can order them from, but there was one Twitter user named Junk Food on the Go that posted about the Orange Tang Oreos. Their statement was, most of us Americans grew up drinking Orange Tang whether it was at home or at school. I remember as a kid, it was so bomb. It's one of those things, though, that I think kids enjoy more than adults. Anyway, these Oreos actually really capture the taste of orange tang in the cream filling. Now, whether or not that is a good thing, I will leave up to you to decide. I think if you love orange tang, definitely give these a try. Personally, I'm not sure how I feel about the combination of orange and chocolate, but I know a lot of people love it. Interesting try for sure. As far as the taste of orange and chocolate, I've gotten the chocolate flavored or the chocolate oranges that they sell at Christmas time, especially, and I have always enjoyed them. And moving on, NPR announced a new species was found this past week. All joking aside, the headline reads, A new blood-sucking leech species found hiding outside Washington, D.C. It is not a politician. It is an actual leech. The first paragraph of the article reads, With an olive green body encasing three jaws, each lined with more than 50 teeth, it looks like a cigarette-sized relative of the skin-crawling creature from the Alien films. Actually, it's far less sinister, a new species of blood-sucking leech. However, it is definitely fitting to have found that new species outside of Washington, D.C. And in other news involving Washington, D.C., Showtime announced that it will start a new series. No air date has yet been announced. The new series will feature or focus on America's First Ladies. Featured in the first season will be Eleanor Roosevelt, Betty Ford, and Michelle Obama. No announcements that I have seen on who will play Eleanor Roosevelt or Betty Ford, but Michelle Obama will be portrayed by Oscar winner Viola Davis, who I absolutely love. Viola Davis will also serve as the executive producer for it. 
Viola Davis has been in tremendous films. I learned of her from The Help, which I cannot suggest enough to watch that film. She was also in... Was it Incredibly Loud and Extremely Close with Sandra Bullock and Tom Hanks about the 9-11 attack? Very good film there. And of course, because of her, I had to start watching How to Get Away with Murder, which I will continue watching, and it comes back at the end of this month. Another bit of sad news this week. The climate change has struck again. Alaska's sea ice has completely melted for the first time in recorded history. Granted, we have politicians who constantly deny climate change, and they say because we have these cold winters that there's obviously no global warming. Well, that's not how it works. The climate change does create extreme weather conditions, which we have all seen. The hurricanes have gotten stronger. We seem to be seeing more reports of earthquakes. There have been more tornadoes. Hopefully we can start turning this around, but unfortunately, with who we have in office right now, it doesn't seem likely. Speaking of the man in office, today the White House released a picture showing the track of Hurricane Dorian. The, if you recall, Trump tweeted out that Alabama was also in the path of Dorian, and when it was pointed out that that was not true, of course Trump had a bit of a meltdown, and accused it of being fake news and that Alabama was always in the forecast. Today, the image that was shown at the White House was an actual hurricane path of Dorian, the projected path, and then clearly an added marking to show Alabama impacted as well. It's just sad that we have a president who will lie and deny and throw a fit anytime somebody proves him wrong. And to make up a graphic like this, instead of saying, hey, I, I misspoke when I tweeted, I apologize. No, he creates a graphic with a black line beside of the projected hurricane path to show Alabama was in the path as well, which it was never forecast to be. Anyways. Also this week coming up, we will see the Season 2 premiere of Titans on DC Universe. I'm currently going back in the binge-watch version of Titans Season 1 and watching everything that they had put on. If you have not gotten DC Universe and you are a comic book fan, I definitely suggest getting it. I watch it or read it or use it every single day. There are now well over 22,000 comic books on there. There are plenty of classic shows like my favorite Wonder Woman. 
there's the originals, Titans, the Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, which unfortunately Swamp Thing got cut short way too early. But plenty of stuff on there to check out. Lots of movies, lots of animated films. The DC Daily is a new show that they have on every day of the week, except for Saturday and Sunday, and then holidays they also don't run it. I just, I like I said, I use that the DC Universe app every single day, and I'm not upset in the least bit of the subscription. But that's pretty much it for the, the news I have today. When I come back, I will give you a review for Loggerheads, starring Bonnie Hunt. Stay tuned. Welcome back. And before we get to the movie review, there is one bit of news that I did fail to mention earlier. Netflix announced that after the sixth season in January, there will be a seventh season for Grace and Frankie, starring Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. However, the seventh season will be the final season of the series. It will be a 16-episode final season, and will give Grace and Frankie 94 episodes, the most of any Netflix original series. So let's hear it for Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. There you go. That show has been hilarious. I've suggested it to many people. If you have not seen Grace and Frankie yet, check it out. It is on Netflix. Now, on with the movie review. I chose to go back and watch Loggerheads this week. It's a film I saw probably about 10, 13 years ago. It came out in 2005. I just, I really cannot say enough good about this film. If you have not seen it, I highly, highly suggest getting it. It is available to rent or buy on Amazon Prime. You can also purchase the DVD at Amazon.com. The film stars Tess Harper, Bonnie Hunt, Michael Kelly, Michael Learned, Kip Pardue, and Chris Sarandon, among others. The movie... Starts out with Loggerhead Turtles as the credits roll, and then goes to Kip Pardue on Curie Beach, North Carolina. He's a drifter who is there trying to help and keep the Loggerheads alive. I don't want to say too much about this film because I do not want to give away anything. I want to keep my reviews as spoiler-free as possible for those of you who have not seen these films. But after we go to Kip Pardue, the next we go to a married couple. That would be Chris Sarandon playing the Reverend and Tess Harper playing his wife. They are located in Eden, North Carolina. And then we go and we meet Bonnie Hunt. As we meet her, she is an airline clerk working 
at the airport in Asheville, North Carolina. She is helping a customer. She asks that customer if he was adopted. You can pretty well see where that storyline is going. Bonnie Hunt was a mother who had to give up her child. The reasons come out in the movie. And she is trying to figure out if the, her patron is the child she gave up for adoption. But let's look at the cast for a minute. Tess Harper. You'll know her in many things, but when I was going over her list on IMDb, I was shocked to see that she was the mother on the black or white video with Michael Jackson. She plays the mother of Macaulay Culkin. The father, of course, played by George Went, Norm of Cheers. Michael Kelly has been on Man of Steel. He's been in The Sopranos, as well as many other projects. Kip Pardue, I'm sure you've probably heard of him. He was in The Object of My Affection. And I'm don't have him pulled up right now. I'm, I know there are more things that he was in. Michael Learned, of course, of The Waltons. Chris Sarandon was in Fright Night, as well as many other things. And then one of my main reasons for wanting to watch this film, Bonnie Hunt. Loved her talk show. Wish it would have gotten more than two years out of it. She did, of course, Jerry Maguire, Beethoven, A Bug's Life, she was a voice. Monsters, Inc., she was a voice. Uh, was it Cars that she, yes, Cars, she was a voice. She was in the Cheaper by the Dozen movies. She was in the Green Mile as Tom Hanks' wife. She wrote, and I believe directed, the film Return to Me. An excellent film, which I may end up reviewing as well on this show. Featured her mother, Alice. David Duchovny, Minnie Driver, Carol O'Connor. I, I really can't say enough good about Return to Me either. If you have not seen Return to Me, it has been running free with ads on Pluto TV as well as Voodoo. If you don't have Pluto or Voodoo, you might want to check them out. Lots of great stuff on both of them. You can access On Demand on either one of them. You can access live TV on Pluto TV. But back to the film Loggerheads. The film, as it starts out, tells you it is based on a true story. Throughout the film, you go back from Kip Pardue on Curie Beach to the Reverend and his wife in Eden to Bonnie Hunt in Asheville. The story keeps moving. There's not a lot of action to this film. It is a story-driven drama, which is exactly what it's supposed to be, and it did a phenomenal job of that. The only 
critique I have for this film as I live in North Carolina. There were very few people with southern accents in this movie. I know I don't have much of a southern accent. Happy about that. But everybody around me, I hear the accent. And when they said Asheville, I love that they said the word correctly. But most people in North Carolina will say Asheville. They forget that it comes from the word villa as in village. But that's North Carolina for you. But that being my only real critique of the film, I definitely suggest that you watch it. One thing that I related to very much was Bonnie Hunt. My mother was a registered nurse. My mother, we found out when I was a kid, had had a child that she had to give up for adoption. Bonnie Hunt, in real life, was a nurse prior to acting. And in the film, she is searching for the child she gave up. It's, it caused a relation to me. I don't think I realized it when I watched the film the first time, but I definitely noticed it the second time, and it just made me like Bonnie Hunt even more. The film deals with a lot of issues, a lot of sincerity in this film, a lot of action. I would say very well depicted versions of these characters and the way they are here in North Carolina. There is issues with people having the inability to accept others. But like I said, I just cannot say enough good for this film. I definitely suggest that you check it out. Again, the film is named Loggerheads. You definitely are missing out if you don't watch it. I believe it was from Strand Releasing. Like I said, it did come out in 2005. It's been well reviewed on IMDb. Go to YouTube, check out the trailer. I'm sure it's on there. But check it out and let me know what you think. You can follow me at, at Chris underscore H71 on Twitter. That's C-H-R-I-S underscore H71. Look forward to hearing from you all. And until next week, thank you and goodbye, everybody. <music>